3: Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
4: Bombas. big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash wondery and use code wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombus.com slash Wondery, Code Wondery.
1: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast, number 319. Uh, Talking Dead is coming back Sunday, February 10th We are on immediately after The first airing of The Walking Dead And it's going to be an hour long An hour, Uh, which is good because uh, we're actually gonna get to ask more fan questions and have people in the lot in the studio audience uh, ask questions and and this season's gonna be really fun because uh, they're not Walking Deads not shooting at the moment so' uh, we'll, we have the opportunity to get more cast members on which was difficult at the beginning of last season because uh, it, they were all working so we'll see how it goes but the first episode Stevieon, uh aka Glenn and also uh, Kevin Smith so it's gonna be uh, It is going to be a huge Walking Dead fucking party, and I'm just glad the show's back, because I have not seen it yet, and I need to know what's going on with Daryl and Merle. (laughs) I think about it sometimes, just in the middle of nowhere, I'm like, I wonder what those two are going to do. So, finally, I will get to see the episode uh, this Sunday, and you will too! So, tune in. I would like to thank uh, LegalZoom for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. Say, are you waiting for the perfect time to start your dream business or incorporate your dream business or form an LLC? Or- Maybe patent this stupid voice I'm doing right now. Uh, you can do everything uh, that you need to do on LegalZoom.com. Um, in the past 12 years, over 2 million Americans have used LegalZoom for LLCs, wills, trusts, trademarks, and and more. They've saved hundreds, even thousands of dollars. Uh, and they have an online process guide to give you step-by-step instructions. If you if you need total customer support, uh, they'll give it to you. They even have an attorney if you need it through some of their legal plans. If you need to get walked through, and that's available in most states. So start your business and protect your family today at legalzoom.com you can also get a special discount from listening to this podcast enter nerdist in the referral box to check out for more savings legalzoom by the way is not a law firm you can get self-help services at your specific direction or you can speak with a legal plan attorney to get your questions answered and get ongoing advice legalzoom.com and now it's time for this episode our buddy tj miller uh, is back on the podcast I love TJ Miller he's, he's an absolute joy to talk to just such a fun sweet guy and uh, and I always enjoy our it. you know you don't really get to hang out with your friends as much when you get busier and then they get busier and so the podcast is really when we get to hang out with each other which is fun but also kind of pathetic we should fucking make time to hang out with each other but uh, TJ's great and he has a new show called The Goreburger Show, which is uh, amazingly hilarious on Funny or Die. It's a, you know what? I'm not going to describe it to you. I will let you go watch it, uh, and you form your own your own image of what you think the show is. But it's a fucking awesome interview show. And uh, and now let's do this one. There's podcast number 319 with TJ Miller returning. Oh, also listen to Cashing in with TJ Miller and Cash Levy. It's a podcast. We produce it. The circle is
4: complete.
2: Now entering Nerdist.com
5: You had Tegan's there. You had, uh... Dudes from uh, At The Drive-In. Yeah. Or was it just uh, Mars Volta? It was we the Mars Volta guy. Mars Volta, yeah. We had yeah. Mars Volta. And uh, you said you had coming up Rollins, Flea
3: from... Uh, I think Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. From, yeah is that that ended up yeah. being...
6: We tried to get Flea from Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> which is ah, a very fun Remember that joke from earlier yeah. off air? Remember that time yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked in a conversation with friends and, and then we yeah. used it on <laughs> But
5: that Fleetwood Mac is actually just like a really funky bass only uh Fleetwood Mac cover band. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's just one guy.
5: You can see it's just like this bar in the valley and he's there every night. They don't even ask him to show up anymore. On
3: Sundays he does it with a mop bucket, like a mop yes. a mop bucket. <laughs> like bucket and base. it's just a string. bar that's
6: like yeah. next yeah. to residuals, yeah. but you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually he just
3: does yeah. it out back. That's
5: Fleetwood Mop is difficult. what he's calling that.
3: Oh, <laughs> um, yeah.
5: I thought it was Sweepwood Mac. Nice. But we have to stay with the flea
1: because it's still flea. Shit. Oh, then yeah. I was talking about a whole other thing. Structure, ah. proper <laughs> structure. So you were showing us Gore Burger. Yeah. And that's, it's, I
3: think, one of the most fun things I've ever done. Certainly one of the more fun things I'm doing right now. But it was these guys approached me. Finding Your Dive produces it. And these this guy came out. He was drunk, this producer, and he came out of this bar where they had gone after they wrapped a Funny or Die video and we had wrapped uh, a day of mashup. And he just came out and he goes, Hey, TJ, uh, I'm Sean Boyle. You don't know me, but we really want you to be the voice of this blue alien monster <laughs> that takes over a Japanese talk show and then interviews indie rock bands. So, I mean, they they could not...
1: they." really understood how your brain works.
5: Yeah, yeah sure. And the next line should have been, now get in this van. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and
3: I would have. I actually said, where's the van? Was like, no, no, We'll contact you about it later.
5: No, but I want to get a in van. a van.
3: Yeah, I'm like, look, if, if there's a van to get into, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Where's Are your right? rag? I want to yeah. sniff it. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I'll let the lawyers suss this out, but I do need a van to get into.
3: Uh, so we, you know, we ended up talking about it and they, it's, it's amazing. It's a huge... $40,000 puppet, which, Chris, when I said
1: that, you know, you know, puppets are expensive. Puppets are expensive. I've been I've worked with I've worked with puppets for the last year. They're fun, but it is it's way working with puppets is way more intense than you think it's going to be.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're really method. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they won't even do anything until you shove a hand up their ass. And you have to yeah. call them. You have to say call them by their character name. Yeah. They don't do shit. Oh, on, they so. won't even
6: answer. You got to turn them on.
3: It's a whole bunch of things. Yeah. yeah but i it's i control it there's a mocap guy in the suit who's like a physical actor and then i control it with uh like a it looks like a radio control a radio c- control car mm-hmm. one of those remotes so you do the the mouth and the eyes and the whole I do line. the mouth and then and the jaw and then the eyes are done by other the puppeteers who made the puppet they do the eyes and everybody kind of mimics my gestures and they've sort of they listened to me for a long time and the motion capture guy like sat with me for a couple hours. Are you
1: are you doing the voice as it's happening? Or is yeah, it- it's all live. So I, I
3: interact with these bands. It's the I mean it must be so strange for yeah. the bands, you know. We've got this season, the next season coming out. We already had Tegan and Sarah and Mars Volta, Dumb Dumb Girls, Dum Dumb Girls, Les Butcherette, all these great bands. And then this time around, we have Henry Rollins and Fleetwood Mac, sorry, Fleet uh, <laughs> Chili Mops. Pepper Red Hots. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cover band. <laughs> All Thai Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like bu- buckets and Mobs. Um, yeah. And then, you know, so now we're going to have Eagles of Death Metal and Jack Black is on it. It's really, really exciting. And uh, it must be so weird for them. It right. must be so bizarre to try and talk to. And my whole thing is I don't know anything about music. I mean, I, I don't know any bands. I don't have very good taste in music. I like what what are your one top one three bands? That I like? Yeah. Um, oh Boy, probably right now it would be White Panda. And uh, I don't know. I'm really into... You know, I listen to a lot of trance stuff. It's weird stuff like that. not be bad for White
1: it's Panda. Terrible. They're like, well, he said yeah, we were well. his favorite band, but then he qualified it by saying his terrible taste of music. Not, yeah. <laughs> they're like, the guy shouted us out, and then he just took a shit
5: on us. So you listen to trance? Like so you're one of those guys that drives down Sunset Boulevard blaring some trance music? Blaring
3: trance, always yeah. Yeah. in Windows a white piece. He's Windows. one of the shots of the Sunset. On yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You know? I'm wearing Oakley's, but, yeah. uh, you know, in the back. I, I one.
5: saw that once at like uh, 8.30 in the morning. I was just like, man, all day. All day.
3: Yeah, all guy- day. Oh, so, wow. I just listen to it because it sort of keeps me moving. I, I yeah. don't know. It's it's supposed to, It's supposed. like background noise more than it's like, yeah. I do. I mean, I'll pop and lock in the car. <laughs> sure. sure. Yeah. You know, often I don't lock. I just pop. And you then just pop. Then if you
1: going. lock in the car, you will just go right into a fucking Well, wall. the parking
3: brake, you know. You yeah. Know.
1: Well, I guess it depends on what you're popping. You should get ABS in your car <laughs> so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Locking That's
3: an actual pop yeah. and lock move is the uh, yeah. <laughs>
5: uh,
1: It just slows down. Yeah. It doesn't come to an abrupt yeah, yeah, halt. Yeah, yeah. Still just as scary, though. Yeah. <laughs> Mashup was really fun, by the way.
3: Oh, it was great. You were so great on it. I had a great Joe, time. it was fine. You were really, really good, <laughs> too. But
1: the, uh, the show looked great, and the, uh, the intro is one of my favorite intros of a show I've ever seen. Yeah. I and mean,
3: it's really... Visually, it ended up being really good, and, um, you know, it was also... A, you know, amazing to have on all. Are you comics. doing more They're of like those? My friends, um, I we don't know yet. You know, Comedy Central is kind of talking about it. I, I think you know I'm kind of done working with that director, and so I'm ready to sort of maybe move on to the next thing. Today, I just this is amazing. I just found out officially that. Um, I'm gonna be in Mike Judge's HBO pilot. Oh, oh right. shit! Awesome. Congrats, yeah. man. With uh, Thomas Middleditch and Kumail is also. Oh, holy they, shit! Like, wrote a part for Kumail. I don't know. Th- I don't know if that's official yet, but it will be. That's a good cast right there. Enough. Yeah, Middleditch it's is hilarious. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm super, super Kumail's excited. Kumail's fine. Kumail's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was so. It was so cool on Mashup to have like <laughs> peers and friends. Yeah. Who you know, not Kumail, obviously but I'm talking about <laughs> just, you know, mashup. Poor <laughs> you guys. He's, fine. You he's guys, doing fine. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> i <you> several times. <laughs> no, he's the best. Uh, you know, mashup was just crazy to Sean Flannery, who's an amazing comic out of Chicago. CJ Sullivan, amazing comic out of Chicago. To be able to get those guys their first TV credit when they should have had one long ago was really, like, that's a lifelong dream to be able to bring you know, people that you think are hilarious on television. Sure. On your show. It's so, it seemed like a bizarre dream. More of a nightmare. But it was, I woke up <laughs> in a cold sweat at the end of the whole. It's experience. almost like producing
1: yeah. a podcast for someone that you, you really like. Yeah. You think should do a Cashing yeah, in like with T.J. Way Miller. Bigger, yeah, way bigger check. way bigger scale. Like a <laughs> no, real like I know, I know, but and, within the world you know, uh, of I
3: think Cash's <laughs> podcast is, you know, more of a dream than mashup for me <laughs> to be on his podcast the number of times that I've been on it. I mean, I've been on it almost I think almost every single time. Wow. It's pretty amazing. An amazing record. Now I've it I bet I've done there, it more than any other guest you think so? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I do.
1: Well, I'd have to check the I wiki know. on that.
3: You can check the wiki, but I keep deleting it.
5: <laughs>
1: I think it's really amazing that um, that other people would come on a show called Cashing In with T.J. Miller.
3: Uh, yeah, people are up for it. You know, the name has nothing to do with no, I know, my yeah, name I know. or anything. It's just I know. It's just a name. It's, it's actually an acronym for something that he'll tell you about. I'm yeah. If we had a few heart. minutes, we
5: could think of a really good acronym.
3: <laughs> no, Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. We need longer than a few minutes I feel like. <laughs> uh, for a really good acronym. Yeah. No, I mean, I, the podcasting, it's interesting. You know, Goreberger, the nicest thing anybody wrote about it, because people wrote most people were like, what is this and why would you do
1: it?
6: <laughs> sort of a, well,
1: sort of a cool it is a comedy story. show that's and this is a-, a comedy website.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck nuts. Yeah. That's kind of a that's kind of it feels like a compliment to me. Yeah. What is this and why I'd would you? I'd rather have ask? that than yeah.
3: this is boring. I've seen it before or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but somebody said this is sort of the uh, actually Carson Daly, who went on also. He also came on the show because mm-hmm. he's a fan of it. Uh, he was like, "It's the it's the future of music journalism," and I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> He's like it's all it's all over. Everything is sort of fluffing people and promoting stuff for people and there's mm-hmm. no interviews that are just interviews, much less interviews with somebody that knows nothing about it but is still ex- so excited about it. Cuz you know between two ferns, which is much funnier than Goreburger, but it's it's kind of an anti talk show in the sense that he just doesn't care about these people and you know kind of talks down yeah. to them and condescends them. And usually is trying to sell Speed Stick or whatever. Yeah. And um, Gorberger is more this. It's just an alien monster who doesn't know anything about American culture. He knows some stuff, but it's always really weird. And then he's sort of asking him about whatever. And it's more interesting to see them interact with this giant puppet in this Japanese morning show format. <laughs> <laughs> and you, it is I, you kind of get a sense of bands, and some of them like this band Fool's Gold hated it. Was really difficult in the interview. So boring. Mm-hmm. Not into it. Really like, and were mean to the puppet, which is always weird because they're like, you're trying to be mean to me through the puppet because you think I'm being mean to you through the. It's, just, <laughs> it's like having a, It's a divorce. It's a but the kid, happened. the kid is.
1: <laughs> so they didn't. They problem. didn't get it.
3: They didn't get it. And then other you know, most everybody else totally gets it and you get to see a different side of them. You know, you get to see Tegan and Sarah, who I didn't know anything about beforehand, obviously, but even hearing their music and stuff, you wouldn't believe that they're really funny and they're kind of like, we're with it and into it. So that that's an interesting thing of that. Just like podcasts, I think, is eating radio because it's so... It's you know, it's so different from anything that's out there just because it's you, anyone can do it. And sure, do it and it's
6: kind. pure too. And we're not beholden to any advertisers <laughs> except for stamps.com. <laughs> this is stamps.com slash
1: WTF. Wait a minute. <laughs> what happened? The uh Mark the Chris takes off his face. Yeah, TJ, it's really great. Got another fucking show you wanna promote in here. <laughs> I haven't smoked a cigarette in years. I'm going out of my fucking mind over here. <laughs> I still use Nicorette. Is that bad? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. 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 You go on a Hardwick's podcast over there. Yeah, that's cute. What he's doing over there is cute. Adorable is the word I would it's have cute, for that. Good. Of
3: course, I listen to it whenever I hear that I was mentioned in it.
1: Like, <laughs> Whatever. An IV
3: with the app mentioned. I mean, if, in if you're into Twitter. that, if you're into that, I mean, if you're into that, it's <laughs> fine. <me> with the... <laughs> that was a pretty nervous <laughs> The, uh, uh, I actually, I went on his show. Have you been on his show? It's great. Yeah, it's fun. It's good. It's, I it's have pretty, not. It's pretty. He's a hap- He's a much happier fellow. He yeah. should be. Yeah. Things well, are going well right yeah, for him. I love he
6: has that show. I think it's great.
3: Yeah, I heard good things about the show. I haven't heard anything about the show, but I'm excited for. I'm just excited for him. I always like when people are happy. That's all I care about.
1: If you're happy and you know it,
3: clap. Whatever. Doesn't, doesn't have to be hands. Have to be your doesn't hands, hands. doesn't right. have to be no. Yeah. Slap thighs, your dick up to your legs. Slap your testicles against one another right. while keeping the oh, the sack like one of those, uh, like one
1: of those office, um, yeah, this, the office be very ball, ball game. game. Tink, yeah. tink, i bet <laughs> an an that actually. Ball my ball balls are cubes.
3: I, I didn't know this until a little while ago. I thought I had a lump, but it's. It turned out I had six. Oh, a six-sided. It's a 6
1: six-sided six-sided die.
3: You know, imagine you know those fuzzy dice that hang from the rearview mirrors. Yes. Imagine that, but it's. Just it's the way that I have children. <laughs> How so? My, you know, they're very fuzzy, and that's the thing in my car that
1: gets women in the back seat.
3: I'm in a smart car, though. <laughs> yeah. So we're just wedged up above just, the headrest. I think fuzzy dice in rear, a smart right car
1: are really funny. Yeah. And then you should also put the Yosemite Sam mud flaps in the back of your smart car. Are
3: the fuzzy dice in a smart car just a little Everything's bit Everything's a little
5: smaller. Yeah. And yeah. it's eco-friendly. They're, like, made out of recycled material. Yeah. And the,
1: uh, and Yosemite, Yosemite, Yosemite Sam is saying, uh, "Please he can only, respect my space. He can yeah. all, please well, respect my personal only space. Only one
6: gun fits, and it's his please. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please respect my space. And if
3: you don't mind, the mud flap just continues. It's very long.
5: It <laughs> just trail behind.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, for when you're off-roading in your smart car, <laughs> <laughs> which is just going on gravel. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's going into a driveway. <laughs> you're on gravel. So you're like, uh, you're uh, yeah. oh my god, ABS, we're not gonna make it. We're not gonna make it." While you're b- pumping your trance music, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So, though, well, enough about work for a second. Let's talk about TJ Miller. What are you into lately? What is what is what is capturing your attention?
3: Well, I'm always, I'm always sometimes thinking about.
1: Uh, always sometimes?
3: Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm thinking about uh, the singularity. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I yeah, like that. You brought that up last. We time. We did. Yeah, we talked about that last time. What I'm into lately is I'm into. Time management, I guess. It's an interesting thing for me, like where I put time towards stuff. Another thing I'm really into right now, not listening to music in the car, just driving and having silence and then using that time to sort of think about, like, maybe I should be doing more of this. Maybe I should be spending more time with my house husband tenants.
1: Yep. You know? Years ago, uh, Louis C.K. said that uh, Chris Rock taught him Don't listen to music in the car on the way to shows. You should be thinking about your set.
3: Yep. And I I think then you also appreciate listening to music as it's sort of a treat. You're like, you know what, I'm just gonna listen to music and not think for a little while. Yeah. And I think that's really good. But I'm certainly at a point, you know, in my life where I just had been living like a stressed out guy for probably seven years or something. You know, just as a guy who always had some place to go, always the second... I mean, I'm still in that space to a certain extent. As soon as we're done with this recording, I'm running to go talk about Goreberger stuff and then trying to get home, though. The new thing that I'm doing is trying to get home to, like, spend time in the relationship
1: or spend time relaxing. Oh, so you're talking about... F- Fostering a per person, what do they call it, man? Personal life. Personal right? life. Yeah. That's personal what I was trying life. to think of. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, I you know, for a long time I
1: thought it was pronounced personal... No.
5: Lefe. Uh,
3: Is
1: life. it, uh, life. let me ask it's you this. Life. Life. Now, your personal life, can you turn that into a web video show? <laughs> 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 I am,
3: I've already tried. You yeah. Know, I'm yeah. pitching it. Crack.com bought it, but then it turned out <laughs> it was Crackle. I got the URL <laughs> completely wrong. Yeah. Uh. Uh, but I know that
5: that is a thing that you kind of got to remember just like it's like when you get because, you know, you're moving in with your lady. Yeah, and like uh like to you have to remember to put time into that as well or energy at least. So, like,
3: yeah, and I'm big on also not being too hard on myself. All you guys are always like balancing stuff. So, you, you know, it's not a new subject, but I, I'm into the idea of like, you know, th- I have just we were talking about outside, but just the idea that for all of our lives, we've been focusing on think about how long you've been doing comedy and working towards a career. Think about how long you've been sort of dealing with your family relationships, whether those be negative or positive. And think about how long you've been sort of getting confident or okay with yourself. It's you've been years. It's a decade of working on comedy. You know, you know, family life since you've, you know, been a young kid. You've been working on be, being a better friend. You've been learning that since you were in sixth grade, being like, oh, why don't I have a best friend? You know, yeah. whatever it was. And your relationship, a primary relationship, and one of my therapists was talking about this, is you don't have as as much practice with that. So you have to, you have to put more energy into that. And you're playing catch-up, sort of getting good at being a boyfriend or a partner or
1: a husband or, you know, a wagoneer, you know. Sure. I'll tell you. Wagoneer. One time, and, and it's interesting, it's interesting you say that. One thing that... Uh, You know, something that happens with Chloe and I is that uh, we'll sort of get into bed tonight and just flip the laptops open, and then we're both sort of in our own zones, just tick, 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 you know, she's looking at stuff and I'm looking at stuff, and we're not really communicating. And the other night, she was cleaning up a room, and I I didn't – my laptop was charging –
3: The one reason I. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Well,
1: unfortunately, you (laughs) know, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't take credit. I I can't really take credit like it was my idea. Right. So, but my laptop was unavailable, and so I was kind of hanging out. I was just lying in her bed, sitting in her bed, and she was cleaning up, and we talked. How was your day? Terrible. It was really fun. Yeah. Like it was really nice. It was like, oh yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. And we had a really nice night that way. So I. I thoroughly recommend it. It's so easy to just isolate yourself and be like, just have your face in your machine. It's like we're connected, but we're not connected. Like, I mean, as people, we're connected to the web. We're connected, but we're not humanly connected to people. And that's very important.
3: And I think technology, at least I've been thinking about, I, th- I think about a lot of things in terms of addiction. But technology can kind of be an addiction. It's like a drug. It's an escape thing. Same way video games can mm. be something that you disappear into and don't come back out of. And I, I do wonder, its I, you know, I've been thinking, because I've been reading a lot of evolutionary psychology, and it's that's very much about... there are biological reasons for our behavior and those are the result of evolution and you kind of have to take those into account and see how different it is to be this hunter-gatherer animal that is in a, a social animal that is now in this modern society that isn't really anything like what we were built to do and So, I think we have a real serious need to be social. That's why Twitter and Facebook and all these things have become such a big part of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think we're sort of addicted to being social in a way that nobody is talking about, but maybe we should. We, you know, I'm addicted to. Sending texts back as soon as I get them, to texting people when I think of them, to emailing someone as soon as I think about asking them a question. And so much of this stuff, even Twitter, you know, most people on Twitter aren't even really saying anything. But why Why do we need to do that? Why is it so important to tell people what's going on and hear what's going on with them? Because I think we're just, at the very, very heart of it, just social animals. That was so beneficial
1: to our survival. We're and now social. We're, it
5: shows that you're there. We're you social, know? but right. we
1: also... That's true, too. We're social, but we also need... Here's, it's, it's an interesting catch-22 in the sense that I think we're not evolved to have to deal with the amount of information that we have to deal with. I agree with that. Because hilarious. that just happened very fast. Yeah. Uh, and so as a result of all the information that we have to process... We're const- we're subconsciously stressed all the time because we, we always yeah. feel like we're behind. And so the way that we deal with that is using the information that we can't process to distract ourselves yeah. from having to deal with the fact that we're trying to process too much information.
3: Well, and I think that's a great thing. It's like people aren't talking about that. And it's really true. You know, I, I started talking to somebody the other day about how. I said, you know, my girlfriend is a, a pretty anxious person. She has a, you know, there's an anxiety threshold there that is crossed because she's living in a constant state of some anxiety. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, no, mine too. And I was like, most girls that I, you know, have been out with have sort of been in that space. And he's like, most people that I know are like that. He's like, you know, in Los Angeles, especially everybody's taking a Xanax. Yeah. Everybody's saying like, oh, I'm, I'm very anxious. I've. People have panic attacks a lot. Where is that coming from? I I think, you know, it's exactly what you're saying, which is we have too much information. There's advertising is constantly, everything's vying for our attention. We only have so much space. We only have so much RAM, you know? Yeah. And so once that gets taken up, and I think you are, you're constantly stressed. Think how many things we have to think about that don't matter at all. Where are my keys? What did I have? Have I worn this? jacket too many times, this this chair. Now, this chair is like other chairs, so I know that the yeah. handle is down here, but is this one that goes up or goes down? Okay, it does. Is this going to be high enough? What kind of microphone is this? Is this a microphone that should be the straight-up kind, or is it the <laughs> one? The ones that are down are mostly not for radio shows. It's got to be. That's It could go on and on and on forever. I mean, you the the amount of things that you're thinking about is just a constant stream. And so, yeah, I think we have a higher... Just general baseline of anxiety, and then people are more likely to go over it, and it
1: creates this weird yeah tension and stress. Well, we're also not really designed to multitask. Like you, you're, you're designed. I feel like our brains really are supposed to focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. And so there's basically just this cue that just builds up and crowds of just like all the things that have to go through that one focal point that you can deal with at a time. I mean, you can try to juggle, but, you know, you're still... This is making me anxious all this time. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'm not even kidding. I mean, it's
3: so real. My psychiatrist says that, you know, one of the reasons that I sort of can do so much is that I'm sort of welcoming to a manic type of thinking, and instead of getting overwhelmed by multitasking, it sort of occupies my mind, and I find it sometimes calming. Yeah. And that was just a very interesting thing that I had never thought about that, you know, that it could be your biology that makes you want to multitask more than other people who just sort of say, like, I like to just sit and read my book and have the book. And then I like when I go to work, I always listen to the same. I have to do that at night.
6: I have to read. I have to like read for like an hour in bed just because that's the only way to stop my brain. From thinking about everything else, yeah, that's I have happening. to. I need to, to do so. I need to uh, read. I have to Rance. listen to a
5: movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Fleetwood. <and> Mom. Uh, <laughs> I have to listen to like a movie that I've seen a million times to like go to bed because like I can just follow along with the movie and my brain will just mimic the imagery uh, that I know I would be seeing if I was actually watching it. Yeah. But I can have my eyes closed with my head on a pillow and I can just drift off to sleep. If I don't, I'll be up for another three hours just kind of running through different shit.
3: And then you know, whereas. Um, you know, Cheryl just kind of always wants to have a movie on and is always complaining about insomnia. And then what you find out is that if you turn off the movie and all the lights are off and all that stuff, she's it's much easier for her to go to sleep. So some people are complaining about insomnia, taking a drug for it, when really what they need to do is just slow down and shut down their yeah. brain. And that's why I think we're going to continue to be a drug culture is we've created all these so many problems for ourselves and we want to fix them quickly. And so, you know, I think that's, it could be an underlying, you know, there, there are a lot of reasons for drug use, but, you know, especially prescription drug use where people are just like, you know, I'm bipolar, I'm all these problems that we have that we're treating medically now. I don't think those were around as much or there wasn't the prolifer- proliferation of them that there is now a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago. Well, now,
1: I think people you know? still had problems. They just didn't they didn't know how to. Diagnose they didn't them. know what they were. They didn't know how to deal with it. It was to just be sure. there was some of that yeah. also. but but, think, but there's but there's no question that that, you know, we're such a we're, we're such a labeling culture now. It's like yeah. what's that what's that thing over there? Okay, That's that thing, you know, because we're just we're trying to categorize and process so much information. That we need to, you know, like everything's got to have a name, everything's got to have yeah, a there's place. There's so many
6: other different little things that can go wrong now. Like your, li- like our, my grandfather never had to go fuck. There's a huge typo in that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to delete that you? tweet. But, but. No, if you,
3: I need to pay my. I have three different credit cards because I get rewards on the gas. Yeah. I was yeah. late on that one. I should shift the balance. It's just there's so many yeah. things.
1: Reward points are great, though. Yeah, really are, and
2: they're
3: very important.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you why they are. I don't have any. Just got. Uh, you don't have any reward point. I don't know Two no. sweet airline tickets, just with rewards points. I went nice. to
3: Japan business class with all the miles reward point
1: stuff I had with American. They actually, actually give nice. you a it's soapy pretty, hand job uh, up in that which class, which really
3: stings the urethra. You know, a lot of people think it's a good. Well, you hand know job. people it's who are not, really good yeah. at it
1: just know to go around the tip.
3: No, no, yeah. you just—it's good. The guy, that clean was it doing up mine in there. Had no idea what he was. Oh,
1: okay. Doing. Yeah. yeah. He just basically just took the tip of the hand soap and then just, like, he thought it was a slot to, like, shove it in and then just squeeze it. I was just what would that, that feel that like? That would really be awful. That would be <laughs> what would that beyond. That would be like. more, probably one of the worst things you it could possibly do. It would be possibly. the opposite like the of coming.
5: Cleanest, if it's just going yeah, right back in. It would be in. going. Would be whatever gotcha. the
1: opposite of that feeling is. It's just a more
3: fresh and clean gonorrhea. It's so fresh and yeah, so yeah. clean. Uh, yeah, but I, clean, clean. I, I think that
1: all this I've stuff creates... I've got gonorrhea and I'm just so fresh and so fresh Same. and so clean. Sing, just becomes just the quietest outcast. <laughs> <laughs> just very the quietest outcast.
2: Boms over Baghdad. Boms over Baghdad.
6: Andre 300.
3: Take it down, Andre. Um, I don't know. I think that it creates a lot of problems for us. Uh, and I don't know really what the answer is. You're right. We have, and also we have so much more stuff. It's like technology has allowed us. That's what I've been thinking too: is how disposable everything is. Yeah. And like the other day, I was drinking from a cup, and I was like, I have thirty cups. A person used to just have having a cup or a piece of pottery to keep your water. Yes. Your food
6: in, I had the same this thought. This important thing that you kept with it. Cowboys would keep their yes. sort of. They had one They're, like ten tin coffee Yeah. Yeah. But think, the thing, I opened up my cabinet. And I'm looking at all the coffee mugs, and I'm like, there's two people in this apartment. Why do we need 70 yeah. coffee mugs? Well, I it's like really I like, I like like getting too.
1: coffee mugs from where I travel. Like that's I like to bring you back too. coffee yeah. mugs. Yeah, from... I
6: know, but we don't need it. That's the you thing. Well, no, but the the we idea. don't really
1: need 90% of the things we have. We don't need them.
3: Well, the, the thing, thing is, is, is like, have there's stores have... like the container store, which yeah. are
1: just to help us.
3: <laughs> Get rid of the stuff we don't need. No, have more stuff. Yeah. But it's like you know you you
5: you do that you have so many glasses because you're like well you know I don't want to wash it right away but if you took the time because everyone feels like they're in such a rush yeah if you take the time I don't have seconds. time to make food and then clean it then you just like it, it, but if you did if you just clean right after you yeah. ate yeah. you would have it be it's ready so for the easy. next Downsize, time. baby it's so yeah it's do. it's right? best I, I try to find I find myself trying to like simplify like a lot of things I'm like the amount of apps on my phone and you yeah. know that's like it's like it's yep. a silly thing me to say me too that's why but I
1: just I, bought a bigger house. <laughs> But like
5: it's a it's a silly thing to say but like you know but opening up my phone and just having just the stuff i need there and then like you know and just like looking at my house or like a room or something that's like what is unneeded in here yeah what's like frivolous about this thing like you know i don't need this stuff
3: i've been thinking about that with behavior too like you don't need to open your email as soon as you plug in like i i open my email immediately and i and i respond emails immediately and i've tried to be like do I need to respond to this person right now or can I wait for a little bit? You know, instead of feeling like... It's just a knee-jerk response so often. And that's a good point, too. I mean, you have this more than any of us. Lean forward. You have this more than any of us, which is the...
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the opposite of forward!
3: Uh, (laughs) Great point, TJ. That was amazing. Uh, (laughs) You know, this time, like, you're always late to something or everything has to be exact. When something runs over, it affects something else. And that is such a, that then you live your whole day in a state of stress and trying to think about how do I get this to, okay, if I can't be there for this, then we have to cancel that. When are we going to reschedule that? It's just, it and and for whatever reason, I'm a guy who feels like I can do all of it. I just don't, I never feel like I need to say no because I, I rarely am like, okay, this is overwhelming. And when I am in that state, it is terrible. It's so sure. overwhelming that I'm stopping the car and biting the steering wheel being like, ah, I,
5: I have, a, I have an opposite thing where I have this fear of like, uh, I'll look at my schedule and I'll be like, well, that thing is going to take 80 hours to do. So I can't schedule anything else. Like, it's like, mm. I like uh, my friend would be like, let's go get lunch. I was like, well, it's, like, we're going to get lunch at noon, but I have something to do at five. Uh, I'm not going to make both. Like uh. I have a feeling that everything's going to take too long. And I, like I, I tell, I say no, more than I should.
6: I, I, I called the doc I make a, to make an appointment for a physical today. And uh, the doctor's like, okay, I can get you in uh, tomorrow. I was like, I can. I'm flying uh, somewhere. And then uh, he's like, okay, how about this day, this day, this day? February 14th.
1: Oh, happy Valentine's Day. That's my
6: doctor's mm. appointment is. Are
1: you guys going to get it's dinner? Like fucking two and a half you weeks. Guys... The
6: doctor and I are going to fuck. <laughs> yes. I'm bringing him roses and an edible arrangement. To the waiting room. You know what yeah. I'm talking about?
2: Mm-hmm.
5: But what you were saying before earlier about like trying not to answer stuff right away. I have a feeling that if I read it and I don't answer right away, I'll just forget about it. Which is exactly what gonna, I do. it's just going to get pushed down.
3: Yeah. But how awful is that, too, that then we have apps and things that are reminders, and I have, like, four iPhone alarms set, and I'm constantly... <laughs> that's how much stuff I'm doing, is I have to employ technology to remind us. And the more technology we have, and the easier it is for say, Siri, move this to this point, see if I can... The more humans are going to want to do. They're just... that's We have this innate drive in us. To just do more, get more, make more. Because yeah. there was such a scarcity and a paucity for so long in, in, you know, in the history of human beings. And now it's an abundance that's almost crushing us sometimes, I feel like. Everybody I know feels
5: like they're not doing enough with their lives in general. They always feel like, it's like, a, it's like well, you seem pretty busy. No, I, I could be doing more. It's like everyone feels that they're not but doing you also, enough.
1: But you know, we also surround ourselves with a very specific type of personality. That's all of our all of our friends are almost all of our friends are writers, yeah. performers, artists. Yeah. We live in the city that we live in. You know, I don't know if it's like that everywhere. It might be, but I, I, I don't know if it's like that everywhere. It's just we are, you know, what seems like the world to us could just be our little bubble of, you know, our artist, creator, performer friends. My
3: family though is in Kansas. I have some family in Kansas that is very, you know, church on Sunday. Every day is just trying... There's a lot of resting. They, they take time to rest. They're like, yeah, I think actually from four to five, Greg and I are going to rest. It's, <laughs> it's very strange to me. But I think they're, they have similar crises, but they're just about different things, you know? Then they're worried that... You know they're spending all their time thinking like, oh, the world is going to hell in a handbasket, and Obama's ruining everything. And you know I'm not gonna, you know we won't. Be. My my uncle owns the Wendy's in Pittsburgh, Kansas, and you know he sort of is constantly worried about gas prices and what is it going to be for this thing. And you know it's just they're they're not on email all the time, but instead. It's something else. They have to bury
6: money because they're afraid the banks are going to fail.
3: Yeah, or they're spending hours and hours trying to find a movie that isn't R-rated and is still in black and white that they haven't seen. That's really something (laughs) they're like, if you have any ideas for good new movies, please let us know. I I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's just different. And also, they're still seeing, they're watching television, they're still seeing the same advertisements. So they're still being told, what you have is not good enough, you should get something better, you should do this thing. Or, you know, they're in this state of like, you know, they're totally, their life is so encompassed by the Catholic Church, that it's a lot of that, it's sort of guilt, am I doing this correctly, yeah. have I repented for this, am I paying enough attention to religion, everybody's sort of filling every corner and moment of their lives, I think.
6: Because, yeah, because, you know, well, I at least, I always think that I just want to not be doing anything, like, I think that, you know, what, I
1: just want to fucking, I want a day off, and then, and then, when, then you when you do, I get
6: it, it's just like, I don't. Understand what to do with myself.
1: Well, here's the problem. The problem is that I think is that um, you know we're we're creatures of momentum, and so I think that's how some people. You go, how can you just sit on the couch every day for months on end? Like that's momentum. Like that's the that's that's the momentum that they have set up, and it's hard for them to create. You know, like to go in a different direction. Whereas when you're used to going, 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 it takes way more than a day to slow down because it's sort of like stopping for a day is just like if you were driving on the freeway and you just hit the brakes and like everything in the back of the car would fly to the front of the, it's like we we you're, you're, it's like the momentum of your life is just like hits you when you try to stop we and you are, need to do of
6: people in this room i think that will say that when we get sick and have to shut down for 2 days we're kind of like that was all right that was I wasn't I didn't mind vomiting everywhere because I was shut down. Catch up, catch up on some TV. Yeah, I'm like that was okay. Thanks, thanks for making me vomit. Usually I still rough. have to work when I'm sick. Yeah, I I, I kind of
3: either don't get sick or I, I just go okay. I'm gonna get. Well, you're both better than average. me and Jonah. No, that's fine.
6: That's fine. That's fine. I, I mean, I think it it is a. But then my brain's also like, how far out am I worrying? Like I'm worrying like I'm not worrying about something that's that's tomorrow. I'm worrying about something that's two months from now, three months from now, five months from now, I'm like, oh, what happens in April? What happens? And it just becomes this thing. I even I called Chris like last week
1: to go, like, how the fuck do you do this? Well, you have to you have to compartmentalize. Unfortunately, you have to I think um, what book did I read? I, I think the noticed know- way. <laughs> well, no, in, in, in my sort of early search for answers and like reading, reading a lot of self-help books and listening to a lot of tapes and just trying to figure out like, you know, somewhere out there, there has to be there. Have, you know, like people have some answers that I don't have, and yeah. I think maybe it was like a Dale Carnegie book or something where he said, "Well, you have to live in day tight compartments where you just deal with whatever you can deal with in that moment on that day." It is the Enjoy Your Burrito model, yeah. and then you you can't. You know, um, what was I saying? I was saying, um, I was saying, uh, learn from the past, uh, plan for the future, and live in the present. So you have to. Try not to take on too much of the past and the present at once because you can't. You'll fucking go crazy if you try to take it all on. You will go crazy.
3: Woody Allen was talking about I just watched his documentary on Netflix. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned compartmentalizing everything. He's really, really good at that.
5: Oh, they know when everyone says
3: that's what he did. He's really good at doing this. He's really good good at
5: compartmentalizing. And Woody's always good at compartmentalizing. You know what he's great at, just compartmentalizing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And that Eckhart Tolle book, The Power of Now, which is... couldn't be a more new agey title for a book that kind of has actually got some good things to say. It's about that. It's like the time that you spend worrying about the future. It's sort of wasted because it hasn't arrived yet, and it's not really guaranteed. And it's it.
1: keeping you away from dealing with the present.
3: And then, the, if you live in the past, if you're sort of considering regret, and you can't do this, and you know, I was talking to somebody recently. They're like, "If I just got that part, I know that it's going to do well. That show is going to get picked up. It's going to run for eight seasons." And I just, and it's like, a you don't know that all those future hypotheses are are not guaranteed and probably won't even happen statistically. And then. Thinking about the past and taking time from your life that's happening right now to sort of regret the past, it, do, it doesn't... Regret is totally useless. Yeah. Sort of learning from an analyzation and kind of extrapolating what you can from something, that's totally useful. And, but it's really hard to do that because we also, we're in these prisons of our memories and we're always thinking that if we'd done this, it's so sad that we can understand cause and effect. Because, it you know, although it's made us the most successful species, we also just, you know, are constantly thinking like, well, if I had done this and this, you're just, you're connecting yeah. the dots because you can. And, you know, what do they say? Cash, Cash Levy loves to say this, that um, there's, you know, there's no happiness over $100,000. Any more money that you make over that doesn't affect you being happier. And then also the middle class is the happiest class for the most part across the board because, they're sort of living month to month. You're living paycheck to paycheck. And that's what it was in the early, you know, early days. You were just trying to survive. You get the food, you eat it, and then go
1: find more food. So the so like the Neanderthal middle class.
3: Exactly. <laughs> no, because those are they're stupid. It's the Homo sapien.
1: And then the uh, sapiens try to fucking tax. Safe. I call them sapiens. The sapiens try to tax Jose. the middle class into the fucking Stone Age, literally. <laughs> is, that the, is that is the Neanderthal Jose, Jose. Homo yeah. sapien the one true race war? <laughs> <laughs> I, there was a great. I read it. There was an article in. Uh, oh, I don't know. It was a British. It was a British news site, but the scientist is like, I can create a Neanderthal. I just need a woman who's willing to carry a Neanderthal and birth it. But I think it'd be we really—we don't have like. I mean, yes, chimpanzees. Like you know, we're ninety-nine percent of our 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 chromosomes are the same, but it, or or thereabouts. But I wouldn't really consider it a true cousin species. Like they still seem like animals, but to have. Like if there were a Neanderthal, like and like like like, like uh, or Neanderthal, if you're being, uh, if I'm if, not, so a, continue alo- if, with Neanderthal. Like yeah. Those
3: are also Neanderthals above six foot.
1: But 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 the idea of like if we had like an actual cousin species Neanderthal, <laughs> no, it's good, it's I'm fine. fine Sorry,
4: <laughs> Mr. No, it's, fine. <laughs> it's
1: the uh, I, if we had like an actual real. cousin species that we had to deal with. It would be very weird. I
3: feel like most people would try and enslave them. Yeah, like the French. In yeah. those parts of the world, the French.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. You just, just sometimes it. it's funny. Just, just throw to throw go. people. The French.
3: Yeah, we just—it's so weird to me that francophile is even a thing. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the, what the the cloning thing is getting pretty crazy. I mean, now we're right back at the singularity, but the cloning thing and the being able to use you know gene therapy and all the stuff that's right around the corner because medical advances will happen ahead of they sort of the the medical industry will lead. You know, consumer industry is quite right. right behind it, just like cell phones. People love them so much, and that's why they're they're so rapidly advancing. But people need medicine, you know, and and we always want to figure out a way to make ourselves live longer. And that's gonna get pretty weird. I mean, cloning a Neanderthal, you know, is weird. But how weird will it be when you're able to clone? yourself and then download your memory to the up to that point into a new body
2: yeah
1: that's real weird well yeah. you just uh, put your brain in the cloud and then well, when you get it when you get a new device you just you just download just, you uh, know make you just more. restore listen humans restoring from backup is a fucking yeah. great idea it's an amazing thing but then
3: uh, you know what will happen with population control it's gonna get
1: you know i gotta be, be honest. pretty weird in the next you know, though, 30 years maybe you know? but there's a lot of room in the Midwest. If you drive across this country, you realize how much there is not. Yeah, but if we even took like one
3: one hundredth of India's population, yeah, <laughs> it would just Montana would just be crawling with yeah. people. Yes, well, of course. No, you're right. There's 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 there's, there's more room land wise, and you know as cities prove you can just build up. But I think it's more about them consuming all the resources. But also, by the time we really are consuming all our resources, we'll have invented a way to. Travel to you the make, stars. Well, yeah. Good. To eat air. Yeah, exactly. Or, or take a eat. pill that will do everything. Or will have finally yeah, it defeated the mole people and
6: live underground? We could. Yeah.
3: I'm down with that. Fucking I always mole like people basement
1: clubs for performing. taking our taking our underground
3: basement trance clubs. Ooh, would love those basement trance clubs to perform in? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
3: yeah, I don't know. So I, I I I'm I'm excited about that though. I'm interested. I want to live as long as I can just to see as much of. Stuff's gonna get so weird in like a lot faster than 25 or 2030. It's gonna be so
1: weird. It's just like the Steely Dan song, you guys. What How a beautiful world! Yeah,
4: what a beautiful world! <laughs> 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 it like
6: you're in
1: Chris Hardwick.
4: all <laughs> a glorious time to be you so you would love
6: being on this podcast. On that train
4: the time. of grass, fat and glitter, <laughs> under <laughs> the
6: Oh my god! Sometimes McDonald's. it's not even
4: 90 word. minutes from New York. Is this still Pels? Steely Dan? Sounds yeah. more
6: like uh, Michael McDonald. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Everything becomes Michael McDonald after a while because <laughs> he's the most fun to sing.
4: <laughs> every time you leave, <laughs> every time I see your smile. I have to
1: sing that this weekend at Sketchfest. Oh yeah.
4: Are you guys going out there?
1: Yeah. yeah. That's You're fun. It's fun. Fun times.
3: I wish I could go.
1: Y- I can't though. You, you can. You we know, I have to go to the
3: container store and get containers for,
1: for your containers. The
3: containers
5: that I bought. Yeah. yeah. This, containers are piling up everywhere.
1: I think you need to buy a container to contain your obsession with buying containers. There is no container large enough. <laughs> a metaphysical container. container. Yeah, oh, you need, you need Key House from the Lock and Key comics. You need special keys. That can control a lot of different things. You haven't read that. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it is a good reference if you know it. Yeah. What is it? Lock and Key. It's a, just good comic series written by a guy named Joe Hill. I gotta see that. Good, there it is. Oh, you got it right there? It's in his bag. Kyle we has can it. Look
3: at it right now. It's Jonah's great. Not, Jonah looked at it before he decided he to touch it. Lock and Key is fun. I just wanna make sure it wasn't dirty. <laughs> I don't know how good it is. I don't like these dirty comics. Yeah. Are you you love comics? You're really into comics.
1: I like comics. I'm not an insane comic person. Like I don't read everything. I do find stuff that I like. I want and then to I read one day it. write a comic.
6: I'm available. Marvel yeah. or DC. Let me know.
1: That's how someone, it works. Someone Just has asked ask me. It. You shall receive. Someone has asked me to write a comic for a popular franchise, and I don't. I'm actually a, fr- a little She's afraid scared. to take it on because I you don't know. You. I you don't told, know Dagwood that well. I that like told you. I, I know he likes <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> I told you I would ghostwrite yeah, it for I you. <laughs> I know he likes sandwiches, and I know he has a much prettier wife than he should uh, have. Jughead mm. jokes. <laughs> <A> chamber. <laughs> uh, what do you? Oh. What do you got? No one talks about the crown he wears. How come no one talks about the crown?
3: Everybody needs to see it.
5: You fucking uh, punched out the last dude that mentioned the crown.
1: <laughs> what, are you,
5: uh,
3: <laughs> what are you doing that brings you the most pleasure or happiness right now? What single thing?
4: Oh doing
1: it. Yeah. Mm. Oh darn it, you got there first. I know. I, I I didn't know who was gonna make it first. What do I do that's enjoyable? Well, I enjoy spending time with uh, with Chloe. Like it's nice when she can travel with me. That's um, really fun. That's that's really fun. I you know I I do I, I'm I'm busy to the point where. I appreciate, like, I got super excited yesterday because I had an hour and a half off and I, in the <laughs> middle of the day, and I knew that I was going to fill that time with going to the counter across the street. Uh, I'm not a vegetarian, but I, everyone, but I occasionally like, oh, I'll just have a vegetarian. They have a fucking great veggie burger, good veggie burger. and I knew yeah. that, uh, that I was going re- to, I was looking forward to that, and so I really enjoyed that hour and a half in the middle of the day where I didn't have to be anywhere.
3: Taking time. That's my New Year's resolution is like more time for friends, more time for the primary relationship, more time for myself, more time like pursuing other things that I always talk about, like DJing trance dance. In the basement. Mm, I like it down there. Mm. Straight oh, cats like all, all the over the place. in basement of this trance club. <laughs> uh, yeah, taking more time, right? I mean, it's fun to take time yeah. and just... Enjoy something. Enjoy
6: I, your
5: burrito, right? Yeah. 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 That's I can't a, forget. I got a lot of I find myself doing that more this year too. Is just uh, you know like I've gotten back into like going like taking an afternoon on a weekend and going to a couple of record stores and just kind of going yeah. through these records and like it's just it's so nice and relaxing. And then like I'll go with like Neil Mahoney and they'll like we'll go back to his place and we'll just sit around looking at the inserts of the records. Going to the, the music. record store <laughs>
4: again. <laughs>
5: Uh, but like it's it's nice. It's a nice activity, and it's still it feels because it, it is still kind of consumerism, and it still is like collecting, which is you know. But kinda, you're
1: bonding with your friend. Enjoying it, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. no, just, you're not it's, binge it's consuming
5: nice. just to consume. No. Yeah. Going to a coffee shop just to kind of <coughs> sit outside and like have a have a drink and just kind of not look at your phone. Just kind of something watch. about
6: the coffee experience when you say it's for here and they give you a real cup. There's yeah, and you sit down and you're just kind of way more and you're relaxing. Just, yeah, and you're just there yeah. to enjoy it.
3: It's yeah. It's tough to sometimes it's tough to find those moments where at least for me where I'm not sitting and enjoying you know this movie or something where my mind isn't like okay so after this yeah I no gotta go,
1: I can't do it. Do you know what can't though? Not. Do you know when I would have the worst anxiety? Is just sitting alone with nothing to do, and then everything just comes flooding in. That's when, uh, yeah. That's when you cut kind it. Of, that's why you sometimes you really need a couple of days to like. It's almost like, here we go. Here's how about this term? It's almost like an inf- It's almost like an information detox, a data detox, where you need a couple of days to like. Ah. I, I'm having withdrawal. I'm just I have I have to slow like change gears, you know, and yeah. then I ah. stopped, last
6: year. I stopped taking my laptop with me when I travel. Yeah, nice. Just, oh, I can't that's do that. An interesting one. That's what yeah, I go about. Just, it. I take, what about if it's, pornography? If it's desperate, if it's if I need to, I can. HTML five, buddy. Yeah, sure. Uh... I don't need pornography. It's all up here, buddy. It's mental, mental. Wow. But, uh, you know, I have the phone. If I, if I need to get in touch with someone via email or something, I can use the phone.
3: Yeah, and another thing about that is not checking email for a day or something. Like, you could put an auto response. It's like, I'm unavailable today. Yeah. You know, I'll get back to you tomorrow as soon as I can. If something's a big deal, they can call, you know. But it's feeling out of touch almost feels so foreign to everybody now that you don't, you don't know what to do with yourself, and it's good. I've been trying Saturdays and Sundays to actually, like, not, not interact with any business people that are sort of on a Monday through Friday schedule. Well, it's important yeah. to get out of your house and... Taking
4: it to the streets. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's Cash's favorite song. Is it? He has a segment called Taking It to the Tweets. <laughs> <laughs> he sings the Michael McDonald <laughs> thing forever.
5: But, TJ, um, do you... You know, as a guy that's like, you work on a lot of stuff and you're always kind of got some kind of going on. Do you, is it, is that a scary feeling, uh, career wise for you to like, like miss a day or two of email?
3: I'm trying to understand that because it's not about that, that the fear is irrational and And then also that it's okay. You know, I think for a long time I felt a duty to do stand-up every night, not only because it was a compulsion I loved doing it, but also because I felt like that was sort of, you know, just like a soldier in training. You can't kind of skip out on any aspect of basic training. You wouldn't be able to be like, I'm going to take a couple days off because I had a bad show. You know, that Jerry Seinfeld thing of, like, the construction. He goes right back to work. Yeah, you Yeah. you have a shitty day, you go right back to work. And it's taken me a while to understand that now I've worked so hard for what? To keep, to stay in that? I have to evolve somehow. And part of that is saying, okay, i worked that hard for nine years to not have to do a show every night of the week. To be able to do just two shows in a week and still have it be okay and maybe even better because I spent more time preparing for that set.
1: Well, there there also are diminishing returns where it's like, I forced myself to do this thing and I was really not mentally there for it. Yeah. And so is it, is it, are you, are you doing more damage than good by just doing it just to, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think a young comic should get up as much as possible for sure.
3: Right. But at a certain point, I mean, I'm all about quantity over quality. I like leave them wanting less, but I, you know, (laughs) and so I do a lot of stuff. I just sort of, I try, I try and be prolific about, you know, everything that I do. And, uh, and hopefully it's, you know, the stuff that I release is good enough that people are still excited about it or it's free. And so if you don't like it, then fuck off. You, you know, you didn't pay for it. It's nothing. doesn't hurt my feelings, but yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I worry about that sometimes, you know, Oh, am I missing an opportunity? But then you have to sort of check yourself and be like, it's Okay. It's okay to miss an opportunity because everything doesn't have. You don't need everything because there's no there's no finish line. You don't win anything. Yeah. And so I I also think you know I, I try to remind myself and I've been reminding myself lately that this isn't at all about me. Like I had a weird experience um, where a girl came up after a show, like a young girl who had, had a bunch of her friends in the car. She came up and was like, "Can I have your autograph?" And I remember walking away from that, being like, that is so weird. What a shift in reality. Is that gonna happen more? What will I feel like when that isn't happening? All this stuff. And then I had to remind myself, like, what who gives a shit? This doesn't have anything to do with me. And I, I'm focusing on how it affects me. And it doesn't have anything. the point of all of this is that I, she's excited enough about the comedy that I'm doing to come and say, like, I'd like to just meet you and get your autograph because I like what you're doing so much. And that's the point of it. So well, I, you're a fan of stuff, though. Like, you're,
1: you're a fan of some of stuff. Yeah,
3: but I don't. I had the craziest experience. I, I, I did a table read for a play, a musical that Steve Martin is writing. And so I was in the room with Steve Martin, and he's my all-time icon. Yeah, me too. Stand-up. I don't think I would have done well. Unbelievable. And I didn't do as well as I, wish I could. <laughs> but, you know, and, and I went back down, and my agent was like, how was it? And I was like, great. And she's like, did you get a picture? And I was like, no, because I'm too... I don't know. I,
5: I would
6: can't. never. Some of those people you can't. Yeah, but yeah.
3: It, even. But also,
5: it was a work. It was a work situation.
3: Yeah, but even I don't think he would have. Nobody asked. But I don't. I don't even think he would have been adverse to it. I just, as a fan of something, I kind of want to meet somebody and and talk to them, and that's it. You know, and I don't know. It's a weird. It is a weird thing to me. And an autograph is different. But an autograph, and also more importantly. Picture. It's always weird to me that a person wants to take a picture of something, although something for practical living in the modern age. If you don't want to throw something away because it has sentimental value, take a picture of it. Sure, let it take up that digital space. It's going to remind you the same way. It's not yeah the tactility of it that's
1: making you
4: remember
3: those sentiments.
4: What a fool believes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I I, but I do the same thing too. Like I I was I was at a a radio. I was doing morning radio and. Um, for Tacoma when I was over in Seattle for Tacoma shows la- last weekend and uh, Kenny G was in the studio and I was like I got to take a picture with him He's like I need this moment preserved Did you do it ironically? I did not cuz he was really nice and very funny Yeah, I I, I don't know.
6: I, it is it's a, it's the a weird sultan thing. of the
1: soprano saxophone. All I'm saying, TJ, Circular is that breathing. you're someone's Kenny G. I hope so. I hope
3: somebody listens to my voice like Phew as the
1: smoothest comedy so jazz smooth. that's ever come out of a
3: man's mouth. Just look at the hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 it
1: is. We do. Can so can what can so I... what's your ultimate solution now? Because you you are uh, He has an
6: ultimate solution.
1: What's what is your unified field theory? <laughs> My unified field theory is
3: to think about thinking and then also to to continue to sort of, you know, pursue that acceptance of the absurdity of all of it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And to be okay with that, and then to sort of you know continue to to strive for an altruistic, you know, outcome to your life, and and that th- the things are productive for the greater good of other people rather than yourself. So yeah, I think to just strive to be less and less selfish in a society that pushes selfishness in your face, and how that's how you should be every single day. Yep. But I, you know, I it's. It, it, and, and that it's, I don't know, that it's okay. I just think not enough people understand that, that it's fine. It's, it's okay. It's okay if you didn't do it right or you... Too many people are judging themselves too much. I don't know where that really comes from. Uh, judging and, and think, comparing themselves to other people. Yeah. And well, the judgment, I think, comes from morality had to be instilled by, you know, religious institutions for so long because that was the only way... You know, they say, like, judge yourself. You shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be having sex with lots of people and you shouldn't be masturbating all the time because those were just thought to be things that were bad and that was how they kept everybody in line. Now there's that sort of an antiquated system. But, you know, so, so we, too many people judge themselves so much. I don't know. I'm very, I'm very hard on myself. I'm very quick to kind of be like, that was not. Sometimes I'll be hard on myself for doing something well and not being happy enough about it. How weird is that?
1: Well, yeah. yeah, it's the, uh, oh, yeah, it's the, it's sort of the guilt about the guilt about, like, it, it starts yeah. to get real. It just like stacks on, uh, it just stacks on top of each other.
3: Yeah. my girlfriend Cheryl said to me, she goes, you know, because sometimes I, I'll be pretty serious talking about comedy stuff. And she's like, Guy, you take yourself so seriously. And all you talk about is how no one should take themselves seriously. And I'm like, I know, isn't it absurd? <laughs> I mean, that's what i'm trying to say is right. it? i realize how ridiculous it is that i'm so serious about how no one should take anything seriously that's actually proves my point well you yes. just
1: you know everyone we all have patterns for how we process information and mm. sometimes it's more about i think the i think it's more about our process than it is really about the thing that we're obsessing over it's just you know If I weren't obsessing over this, it would probably be something else, because that's just the the way that we process information. That's the way that we've learned and the way that we've chosen to. And so a lot of times people do it without realizing it. But I think ultimately a lot of it is a choice. It's like we just figured out this is how I should process process information. And it's, you know. The overanalyzing and doing this, and then the part where we beat ourselves up, and then this—it's just a pattern. Like they're just patterns. We're basically, they're habits. We're, we're yes, we're we're machines of repeating patterns and shortcuts. We are, you know, we right, we try to find shortcuts, now. and uh, and so you know, I, I think I think a lot of times the shortcuts and the patterns that we set up, we just forget that we can actually kind of go in and reprogram some of those, and that's the that's the part where you you're like oh yeah i guess i don't really have to so i don't really have to feel that way or i get maybe i don't really feel that way anymore i just didn't really stop to think about it i was just sort of uh i, I was just like all the switches were on auto right. i'm
3: just used to feeling that way yeah
1: i also think uh, uh, you know
3: evolution is much more interesting than stagnation always and it's much more challenging and i think that's why a lot of people don't want to do it and so that's another thing i think is important is You know, make yourself feel uncomfortable by changing things or trying to do things that are completely different. There's so many books about how to not be bored, like to do like a hundred fun tips for this or hundred things to be happy or whatever. And I think more than being bored, it's like how do you improve? How do you try and improve yourself? You'll be less bored if you spend the time that you think I should do something. What, What should I do? I'm so bored. It's like, well, then try. You know saying something nice to every single person that you work with on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays.
1: Well, you also can have a purpose. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays just step on their foot just or just be like them you're as ugly as your own butt. Well, that'll yes. make the other days that My much more valuable.
6: To... I told you that on Monday. It's Tuesday. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes Wait,
1: oh, I'm sorry. You're great. Sometimes <laughs> it's important. I think sometimes you can you know, like having a having a point or a purpose I think can also fight a lot of that. So in other words, you know, if you say in a day, well, my purpose today is that I, whatever I do today, I just want it to be fun or I just want my purpose today is to make other people feel good. Like even just giving yourself a little bit of direction will inform a lot of what you do because you're, you're basically operating within a, within a little bit of a plan and a, and a direction. What
5: about your special purpose?
4: I have a special purpose. (laughs) I I feel like,
3: yeah, I agree with that. And it's interesting that you compartmentalize it into a day, like your purpose for each day. And I'm always thinking, you know, and I want to think more like that a little bit and balance that with my thing, which is I'm always trying to look at the grander purpose of everything and what does this mean? I almost think big picture too much. Sure. don't pay attention to the little pictures, you know, which are tiny pornographic uh, Polaroids that I carry with me since I don't have my laptop when sure. I'm on the yeah, road. The little exactly. pictures are good. The little teeny tiny pics. It's like yeah. it's, it's like those teeny, tiny it's like that those, you got focus Those in gradient on pictures
1: where T- it's t-tiny someone's face. It's someone's face, but then when you zoom in, it's made up of thousands of their faces.
3: Little compartments of pics.
1: By the way, I'm not saying that I do do that in a day. That's just something that someone could do. No,
3: I think so, and I, I also think, you know, you should be thinking cuz so many people are what is my purpose what's the what is my meaning and you know my whole thing is that it's the, you you make your own meaning cuz it's meaningless and that it's okay for that meaning to be anything if that's to be the best UPS worker I was talking with the uh the the this friend of mine that works at reception in the building where I live and you know she's just really good at what she does she's really really good at it and that gives her a lot of purpose and we were talking about that it's like it can be that You're always prompt to every meeting and, and you're, or you're the best, when you stock stuff at Walgreens, you're the best at it, and you're the quickest to notice when somebody needs help. It can usually. Have you guys seen that uh, documentary Jiro Dreams of Sushi"? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a fucking great. That's a, a great, great documentary. example. I was in Japan for New Year's and I ate no! at his son's restaurant. Oh, the other <laughs> one, yeah, yeah, which and, people
5: say is just as good. Oh, it's amazing.
3: Yeah, but the, you know, most people can find a lot of meaning in their work if they're just open to to sort of glorifying it. Like you should be glorifying what you do, not spending all your time saying my job sucks. I, I did what I do. What am I doing? What's it? What's the good of any of it? It's tough. A lot of people are stuck in that habit or that uh, the momentum is in that direction. It's hard to reverse that, but yeah. people should spend more time trying to, to do that. And cause everybody has this sort of a place. Everybody's contributing unless you're not contributing. <laughs> In which case, <laughs> fuck you, because the rest of us are.
1: Well, but the non-contributors shine the light on the people who are actually contributing, and it makes us appreciate that's them more. That's their, their contribution, contribution so is non-contribution. Yeah. Non-tribution. See, guys, that's why I'm here. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Matt, you're still here. <laughs> For the non-tribution. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, you see him too?
3: Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's tough, though, man. I mean, it's really especially the more you think about stuff, the less answers there are. And the more you can pinpoint things that you should be improving upon. And that's when the anxiety swirls yeah. around you and you get to a point where you're like, I can't, I almost think sometimes one of the reasons I'm, you know, successful in, in my eyes is because I'm pretty quick to say, well, that was a successful thing. That went well today. I, I kind of, I do well in auditions because it's not about getting the part. At all. That's not even a part of it. It's just like, can I go in and make those people laugh in that room? Will that performance be fun for me? Can I walk out of the audition feeling happy? And I either walk out of the audition feeling happy, or if I'm unhappy with the audition, I walk out. I'm like, you know what? That's, that's pretty good. It's, I did the
1: best I could. Well, that's a smart That's a smart approach to <laughs> yeah. as opposed to how can I get this job? How can I have fun is a slightly different but more effective. Like that's just – that's creating a good – Dialogue with your brain, or that's creating effective goals, yeah, as opposed to needy goals, which I can fucking destroy you.
3: Which I've got those
1: too, primarily oh, yeah, yeah, Reese's too.
3: peanut butter cups. Mm. Get at it. Mm.
1: You know, uh, I think I think anxiety. I think some. I think anxiety is a little bit like, uh, uh like a blue screen or like a computer crash, where you. Have you you ever had, have you ever gotten anxious where you're just, you're really deep in thought and you're thinking about something, you're thinking about something and all of a sudden you're just like, oh, fuck, I feel it. Like, I almost think it's your brain trying to pull you out of that and go focus on this. Like it, you're, you're, it's like a, it's like a, like a, like a trapdoor or something that gets you from over exhausting your energy.
3: Right. Yeah. It might even be your brain saying, like, let's put a fear response or something physical, a physical manifestation of this because we can't handle this much activity. You can't. As a person who, you know, my mind started bleeding from different types of overactivity and like physical things within, you know, how how I was behaving and how those affected my mind physically. I think a lot more every day about your brain. And about how you need to sleep a certain amount. Not because. You know this I'll sleep when you're dead thing. It's like you'll be dead a
1: lot sooner. Because you're not ma- doing maintenance on Also your brain. not sleeping. It's also not sleeping. Yeah. Sleeping you can wake up from. You don't know what's going to happen. No I, I know. I you always know? <laughs> no. No I don't. But I'm pretty flexible about stuff. Like, I'm rigid about some things, but other things I'm like, well, I, you know, you can't do anything about How that. How
3: much do you sleep a night?
1: Oh, f- five to six hours.
3: You know, you don't need... People can survive on it. I, I sort of medically have to get eight hours. Well, it's 16 hours in every 48. And, uh, you know, it's it certainly has made me... I feel better now than I did before, but I didn't feel that bad before when I was sleeping about four to seven hours
1: a night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there are. So, I think. I think around six hours is my number. Like if I can sleep six hours straight through, I f- I feel pretty good. Yeah. When I wake up, if I sleep, you know, eight, and I'll wake up a little groggy, and any more than that, I'm just just this is like the weird sleep hangover, like yeah. you've slept too much.
3: Yeah, and I'm definitely also sleeping less as I get older. I can see how that's going to become more and more of a a problem. But, I, you know, it's to sleep is as important as it is to engage in that hour's worth of reading yeah. or turn on a movie that, you know, you've seen before, whatever. It's just quieting your mind. Yes. Yeah.
5: Let's go into kind of a zen place because, you know, Yoga. it takes you to a place where you just kind of. Centered, and you know you know what it is. Yeah. You know what the moment is. And and I you have know how to, it feels.
6: I have to read till I cannot keep my eyes open. Wow.
1: That's why That's why I feel like
5: Put the book away and make you wake you up again.
6: It's just it's a it's a it's a little Kindle that has a backlight, so, the back light, so, so it I just slide. I just, slide it. I just slide. That's why out. I feel and like morning.
1: feel like I should do yoga instead of just, if I just sit and try to meditate, I could go crazy. Everybody, but yoga at least gives you physical things to do to distract part of your brain. While you uh, sort of let go of the, I want to do sensory deprivation. I've I would go that. fucking I want to do that. It's great. I would yeah. go crazy. No, it's great. I would not like that.
3: You because after a while your mind slows down because you're not. It's not working at the same rate. But everybody <laughs> mm-hmm. in Los Angeles now, the new sort of weird LA thing to do is. Guided meditation and transcendental meditation. Uh, Which uh, David Lynch
5: has a whole place uh, like that.
3: David Lynch is all about it, but like, you know, Whitney Cummings and Pete Holmes and all these people are really say it is like life saving, the most important thing that they do. But in
1: David David Lynch's meditation, it turns out out. that you're watching yourself murder someone as someone else.
5: Yeah, exactly.
1: And so it gets weird. Just murder the girl.
3: <laughs> Stop thinking about it already. Stop thinking about it. Hello. I don't Routing. know. transcendental meditation. I don't know. Would you guys do that? I would try it. I've tried.
6: You I, tried yeah. it? I've tried. I have like eight books on meditation. Wow. I've tried. I've tried to shut my brain down, and I just but cannot.
5: guided meditation. That's the yeah yeah. That's the thing where yeah you know what like like I got spin way, class
3: for your mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: You know what I got really into is like uh, meditation sounds. Like this, uh, there's a series of uh, CDs oh. called the Binaural Institute.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and they it, have like pulses. At different frequencies. Frequencies. And then yeah. like,
5: just like, you know, all kind of stuff. And I fucking just, it, I fucking love it. I like, I go in a dark room, put the headphones in. I'll tell and you. And I it. just lay down and I feel like I fucking win. The Paziz, I, I have an great. app
1: called Paziz. Not uh, Pizzizz. P- no, I thought you also were going to, I thought you were going to say Paziz Pansari. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no that's pizzazz. On am sorry <laughs>
2: uh,
1: uh, it's PZIZZ and it basically is an app that does these 20 minute naps and it walks you through and it's totally refreshing oh that sounds great like 20 minutes is like it, ju- uh, it just takes you to the right moment right moment and then when you wake up you're totally you're completely refreshed perfect you, it's 20, to get 20 minute P-Z-Z, PZIZZ and they're fucking great and it does that binaural like like yeah. it does a little bit of that thing and then this guy's walking you through Joe and I are both
3: downloading that right yeah. now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we're both like we immediately. Because what's great about a twenty-minute really nap is that, that you could just be at your desk and shut your door and sh- shut your eyes, and it's great. But
3: why
5: not I wake up with a boner? Is it gonna be weird? No, man, you got to spank that shit out. See what I'm saying?
4: And take it to <laughs> got to spank, yeah. spank that All shit! I like
2: the idea
3: of spanking ejaculate out of your penis. Yeah, like get ah, the fuck yeah, yeah. out! Out! Out!
6: Out! Out! Out!
3: Get out of me! Yeah. And stay out. Spit
5: it out. Spit it out. (laughs) I'm not getting anything here. What is it called again?
1: Pzeez. Spit it. P-Z-I-Z-Z. P-Z-I-Z-Z. Pzeez. P-Z-Z-I-Z-Z.
3: It sounds like Pzeez. Oh, please. Oh, please. Pzeez, don't even try.
6: My phone just shut down. My phone was shutting down earlier also. That's another thing
3: I think is tough. Do you guys think cell phones make us in general? Infertile, yes. Yeah. Do you? I mean, do you think that they
1: help or are they hurting? Well, it's they're they're neutral. It's how do you use it. Yeah, uh, I I don't know because the, the the days or hours that
6: I forget my phone in the office and I'm like down on another floor doing something else, it's it's just so it's great. It's great. It's, it's
5: great. There's a there's a thing that you know. One time a friend was coming to pick me up, and so I just went downstairs in front of my apartment at the time. And I was just waiting, and I realized I like I'd lost, I had uh, forgotten my phone back upstairs. But I didn't want to like run up and get it. I just wanted to go and get lunch. And so I'm waiting there, and then I realized like, oh, I forgot how to just be here and think my own thoughts, and then look around, and without going like, it's like oh, I'm waiting. Well, I'm and you just put your fucking nose in your phone, and you're just there until they they honk their horn, and you're with them, and you're interacting again. But like it was just like I forgot how to wait. I forgot how to just wait.
3: I'm so quick to look at my phone when I'm at the urinal. Yeah. Yes. Recently, I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Is this
5: penis
1: so just boring look ahead of me? Right? Yeah. yeah. This used to be fine. It used to be great. Yeah. It used to be enough. Because you need to be distracted from your own thoughts.
6: Say, i I I occasionally, like, I try to when I remember to do it. If uh, Kiki and I are going out to dinner, I will
1: leave my phone in the car. How do you think the singularity is going to help this?
3: Uh, you know, I think right now we all have little robots that we carry with us, and we're attached to them, and we feel weird when they're not with us, and that's already happened. But well, what and, about the phones? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get out of town. Uh, get over here. Now I gotta tickle your little robot. Wow, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he sounds like a gremlin.
6: Uh, I bet he's good at singing Michael McDonald songs. Uh, I I it once. Uh, wants- correction, TJ. It sounds like a mugwai. Uh,
4: yeah. <laughs> Keep forgetting Dang it. to not Busted. eat food yeah. after twelve. I, love,
6: I like that nerd
3: bus.
4: I think you mean this fake
3: thing. Yeah, yeah, I think you mean this fake thing. That's Not it.
1: one bit of credit for singing the Mogwai rules in Michael McDonald's voice, you guys. Yeah, no, the kids yeah. at home got it. Okay. The kids, all the mugwai pants. You know, if you like, did,
5: everyone yeah, would tweet you, going, "No one noticed it, but it was the best part of the podcast." Yeah, now we were talking <laughs> but now about you it. you tried doing it, and tweet. you forced people into it. Now you it's know, weird.
6: Those are my favorite tweets, Matt. You didn't get enough for such and such a thing that you said. I like those tweets, and now we've ruined it. I think
3: the singularity. You said
6: it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> who thought CJ Miller would get us back on
3: track?
4: <laughs> Will you <say> <laughs> <something> <laughs> for me? Uh, to anyone who. Oh,
3: it is. It's the most fun voice to sing it, right? It's. I. I totally agree. That and in Mike Tyson, like
1: Mike Tyson, it's not Eddie
3: Vedder. Uh, I think that you know once technology is integrated into our biology. Sometimes I, I try to practice to my T.J.
1: Miller impersonation,
3: but I can't it? get it. it. I can't good. get it. He's not, not you're not
5: doing it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks is, for the backup. You know,
3: <laughs> the T.J. Miller impersonation is just doing Pete Holmes. Yep. Ah!
4: Yeah, 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 Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: what, who does this? Yeah, wait, what happened? Okay, now you
1: guys are drifting into Louie Anderson.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, I've I've been doing that all my life. I've been drifting into Louis Anderson my whole life. Drifting into Louis Anderson. Uh, uh, I I think that it, uh, you know, I think. Remember when Burt Reynolds used to drift
6: into Lonnie
1: Anderson?
3: Regulate all the thinking and
1: all that kind of stuff. Well, this might be hard to believe, but we're at an hour ten. Wow. And it I mean, just flew by.
3: It did fly it by, but it was fun. We were in the singularity together. Fun. We heard the Michael McDonald Mugwai rules. <laughs> Break it down. We <laughs> invented the pop and lock move called the uh, ABS. EBS. You know, we all have little Basement robots.
6: Basement trance. Basement trance dance. We learned about a new app that helps you nap. Yep, yeah. app nap. every I time. Mean, uh, there's a, na-
5: nap a nap for that. <laughs> what, right. nap for that. Yeah. what is it? It's a, No, it's a nap. You yeah. just take a nap. Tired?
3: There's a nap for that. It's yeah. 20 yeah. minutes long. <laughs> Uh, depressed, there's a nap for that. It's 16 hours, not leaving your room, and whenever anybody knocks on it, say, it isn't worth opening the door. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah! Enjoy your burrito. (laughs)
6: Laser!
4: (laughs) To any burrito.
3: Thanks for having me, you guys. It's always fun to not be as funny as I am thoughtful. Thank sure
4: you, DJ Miller. Not
3: a lot.
5: That's how I feel every time I do someone else. I was like, I think I just was
6: serious.
4: Got a lot yeah. of storms you know. raging inside. All right. He's
6: not gonna go. stop. He's not gonna.
4: Everybody. Go. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. See you in San Francisco. Friends. I can keep this going for I six can. more minutes. Very nice to see you, TJ. Bye, Chris. Bye, Jonah Graves. See you, Matt Myra. There goes Kyle Clogg with his backpack.
1: If I leave, then you're just going to be alone in here singing.
4: Kyle gets his voice on the podcast <laughs> after all. <You> cut it. <laughs> gonna cut it from the podcast. Podcast bleeping oh, now is a podcast bleeping side of the night It's a podcast I'm truly alone Very alone now You could turn on this part of Everybody's Gone No Everybody's gone away Can't stop. Somebody help me. I'm having a Michael McPanic attack. Okay.
2: Oh. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. <laughs>
1: This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by LegalZoom.com. Whatever your legal document needs, LLCs, wills, trusts, trademarks, and more, they've got it. Over 12 years and 2 million Americans have used LegalZoom. Start your business or protect your family today at LegalZoom.com using the offer code NERDIST.
0: This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients. Popcorn, popcorn,